0: Hey girls, this is episode number 11, and today we are talking all things mindful travel. So, let's dive in. You are listening to Solo Women Travel Tribe Podcast with your host, Zena Jones. Learn, inspire, share, and connect with fellow solo women travelers from all over the globe. Hey guys, and welcome back. So today's episode is all about mindful travel, and I wanted to start with this quote, which I really love. Happiness is not a station at which you arrive, but a manner of traveling. So let's start out by clarifying what it means to be mindful. So the quality or state of being conscious and aware of something. So in this case, the state of being conscious and aware of your solo travel journey. For me, when I think about mindful travel, it really means maximizing your travel experience. So, maximizing your travel experience and also learning so much about yourself and the countries that you are in during the process, making for the most amazing travel experiences. So, I've put together a list of some steps that can bring more mindfulness into your travel. Number one, Don't do things just because you're supposed to. If you're in Rome, you have to go and see the Colosseum. Don't get me wrong, the Colosseum is amazing and well worth seeing. But if it's not something that interests you and it's not something you want to see and do, then don't. Whilst you're in Paris, you must visit the Eiffel Tower. Well, no, not if you don't feel like it. Is there another church or castle that you should go see? Well, don't. Don't do the things that other people say you have to do or you should do. Rather, do all the things that you want to do. Ignore what those guidebooks tell you and follow your intuition. Everyone who has gone before you will always have their own opinions and advice. And that's cool. It's great to get those tips and and hear from those people, but that doesn't mean that you have to follow it. What do you want to see and do? What lights you up? It may be just lying on a beach all day and drinking cocktails, and that is totally okay. Remember that this is your journey, so do it your way. Number two, put your camera away. We all want to capture the perfect photo to show our friends and our family, or maybe to post on Facebook or Instagram. That's cool. We want to show everyone what we're seeing and what we're experiencing. But how often does it take away from just that? Take it away from seeing and experiencing. Remember to put your camera down, or maybe it's your phone. Put your phone down. Stop and appreciate where you are. Appreciate what you see and what you're experiencing and take it all in. Number three, do more of what makes you happy. What is it that you love to do? What really lights you up? For me, this is hiking in nature, time at the beach or in the sunshine, I like to walk around and explore a new city or town on foot. I also love a good coffee whilst I'm people-watching. So I challenge you to make a list of five things that you love to do and make sure that you incorporate more of these into your next travels. Number four, practice gratitude. What are you grateful for today? What did you do? What did you see? What did you experience that you can be thankful for? Take time each day to reflect and appreciate. A great way to do this is by keeping a travel journal and taking just five minutes to write down all of the things that you're grateful for each evening before you go to bed. Or maybe even do it every morning when you wake up before you go out and start a new day. Regularly practicing gratitude has loads of benefits, including experiencing more positive emotions, feeling more alive, even sleeping better, and expressing more compassion and kindness. Number five, don't try and do everything. (laughs) I am guilty of having done this on more than one occasion. So cramming in everything and doing it all whilst you're on holiday is a recipe for disaster. <laughs> that saying things like I'm only going to come here once, so it's now or never will leave you needing a holiday from your holiday. Trust me, I've been there and done that. Cramming too much in will not only exhaust you, but it'll also take away from the enjoyment of the things that you are seeing and doing whilst You're busy worrying about all of those things that you can't fit in. Accept that you're never going to be able to see, do and experience everything a city or country has to offer and that that is totally okay. This is part of the travel experience and this is just part of life. If you really, really love the place and you want to see more of it, then choose to take that attitude of you will come back one day and you will see more of this amazing place. If you guys have ever watched that program The Amazing Race where they have like these teams of two and they are literally racing all around the world and they have to do these crazy activities and compete in different things don't make your holiday like that I've had friends and I myself have you know booked travel for people who have done that and then I myself have actually done it <laughs> and it's not cool and I did come back saying I need a holiday from my holiday And I remember people at work being like, um, but you've just been away on holiday. But I crammed in so, so, so much. And it was really like, okay, cool, I'm here, take a photo. Um, Awesome, what's next? You know, so think about that. Really, really take some time to think about that. And slow it down. Remember just to slow it down that little bit. All right, number six. Practice positive thinking. There will always be something that doesn't go as planned, or someone who is snappy, or rude, or, you know, something unwelcome that happens, okay? Instead of letting those things get to you and wear you down, practice thinking positively. So, choose to think things like, maybe he or she is just having a bad day, and they didn't mean to be so snappy. Not everything goes to plan, and that's just part of this adventure. Hey, I've got this. This will make for a great travel story later. I love that one. So when um, I was in Cancun, Mexico, and my bag, you know, I was waiting on the conveyor belt, and all the bags had gone, and everyone had collected their bags, and I was literally like the last person standing there, and my bag was not there. (laughs) I was like, oh crap, (laughs) this has never happened to me before. And I went up to um, the the guy at the American Airlines counter and, and started talking to him, and I just kept thinking, you know what, this is kind of funny, this is going to make for a great travel story later, and my bag literally turned up on the next flight, and it was my fault, I hadn't gone and got it um, during the changeover, like the layover, and put it on the conveyor belt, or something like that, so, (laughs) you know, I laugh about it now, but at the time, yeah, it was quite stressful, but I kept thinking to myself, you know what, this is going to make for a great travel story later, and it's something that I can laugh about now, which is awesome. Okay, so back to practicing positive thinking. Affirmations are also a really great way to keep a positive mindset. So for those of you who don't know what an affirmation is, it's just like a sentence that you can repeat over and over in your head or you can say it out loud or you can write it down. And here's some ideas. So something like, everything happens for a reason and for my highest good. I am a strong, beautiful, courageous woman. I can handle whatever life throws at me, and I'll make the most of it. I'm amazing, and I've got this. Number seven, keep an open mind. Let go of judgment. When we travel in other countries, hey, even when we watch TV from the comfort of our own homes, (laughs) we see things that are considered Maybe unsafe or unsanitary or just plain wrong from our own perspective or from our own culture. But this does not mean that they are wrong or unacceptable to other countries and other cultures. So for example, when you see an entire family of four riding on a single scooter with no helmets and it's out on the open highway and they're going crazy fast, don't judge. Stay open-minded. This is their normal This is their way of life. And that's okay. Number eight. Respect the locals. So, traveling mindfully includes respecting the local customs, traditions, and the beliefs of the people whose cities and countries that we are visiting. So, for example, covering your knees and elbows in many churches, temples, or mosques around the world is an expectation from the locals and a sign of respect in some places it is even considered rude or disrespectful to take photos of certain things so for example at ears rock in australia the indigenous people the aborigines they ask that you refrain from climbing all over the rock as it is considered sacred and yet i've seen so many photos and heard so many stories of people who actually do that and Just on a side note there, like if the tables were turned, if somebody came into your town, into your city and into your backyard and did something disrespectful like that, how would you feel? You know, I like to think if the shoe was on the other foot, how would I feel in that situation? There are many local customs, guidelines and expectations that we should abide by when we're traveling. And often these are things that we don't understand or agree with. And that's okay, but we we still need to respect them. This is one thing that I really want to say. So, remember to treat others how you want to be treated. I just love that. So, just treat others how you want to be treated. Number nine. I think we're up to number nine. Be patient. Waiting and long queues are something that goes hand in hand with traveling. Okay? So, whether it's like an airport or maybe like a train station or like a tour desk could be like at the Eiffel Tower, you know, you're standing in line for a site or just to buy entrance tickets, you know, the list goes on. Many travelers fight against this and get really angry and rude with staff. They maybe try to push ahead and just radiate that whole I'm annoyed and angry vibe. Instead of fighting it, embrace it. Just be patient and make peace with it. Like, use that time to listen to your favorite podcast. Maybe it's this one. Maybe you can write in your journal. Maybe you could play some music. Um, Take time to think or say affirmations. Hey, if you've got Wi-Fi, research your travel. Chat with other people around you. Maybe there's some locals in the line or some, some tourists who have been there a few more days than you who could, you know, give you some tips and advice. Just embrace it and take the time to be present. So I really hope that this episode has... Given you something to think about when it comes to mindful travel. And yeah, I really hope that it has served you guys well. If you have any feedback, any ideas or suggestions for anything you guys want to hear on the podcast, come on over to Solo Woman Travel Tribe, jump in the group, send me a private message or post in the group and let me know. I love to hear from you guys. So I am always open to ideas and suggestions and anyone who wants to be interviewed because they think they've got a fantastic story to share with us. Let me know. I would love to hear from you guys. All right. Until next week. Ciao. I hope today's episode has been helpful for you. If you would like to ask me any questions or give any feedback or comments, pop on over to Solo Woman Travel Tribe. I would love to hear from you guys and connect. Now, if you want to get your hands on my copy of the top five things you need to know as a solo woman traveler, it's not what you think then head on over to www.solowomantraveltribe.com forward slash download. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you are not already a member of our Solo Woman Travel Tribe, then please come and check us out at www.facebook.com slash groups slash Solo Woman Travel Tribe. Thanks again, and I hope to see you over in the group.